Bryant, come in. Doors barred, I said into the radio, looking over my shoulder. What? Bryant asked a second later. The door's fucking barred. That thing twisted the metal handles. I can't get out. I said more frustrated this time. A moment of silence before Bryant finally responded. Shit. All right, listen. There's a back entrance into the building. You'll have to go to the other side. Got it. Did you call backup? I did, but their ETA is one hour. Are you shitting me? There was a heavy set of footsteps on the floor above, which reminded me to lower my voice. I gripped my gun firmly and waited for them to fade away, before I spoke into the radio again, more quietly this time. One hour is too long. We'll all get killed by then. And if this thing gets out, we're fucked. All of the units are busy. Look, I told them how serious this situation is, and they said they'll send in the armored guys. For now, you just need to get the hell out of there, Ryan said. I can't leave. There's someone still alive. I heard them on the radio just before. Yeah, it was probably the guard from before. He's hiding in the basement lab. You see him? Yeah. But forget about him. You need to get your ass out of there. I sighed. Negative. Backup has taken too long. Gotta pick him up before that thing gets to him and get some intel. Are you out of your mind? Brian's agitated voice came through. Did you even see that thing in there? It took Taurus and Jones. You got it. Where's the creature now? I interrupted him. Brian's went silent for a moment before saying, Third floor. I still can't see it clearly though. Must be causing some interference with the cameras. Can you see Taurus and Jones anywhere? I asked. No, they were taken off camera views. I doubt they're still alive though. Got it. Gonna pick up the guard. Keep me posted on the creature's movement. Roger, out. Brian said lethargically. I raised my rifle and started down the hallway slowly, trying to make as little noise as possible. Although the building seemed empty for now, it was so dark even with my flashlight that it looked like something could jump out in front of me in an instant, especially considering the absurd speed of that creature. I remembered seeing on the map back on the guardhouse that the building stairs were on the west side, so I turned left. It worked out well, because in the back of my mind I wanted to take the path where I saw Jones and Torres disappear in hopes at least to find their bodies, if nothing else. I was just about to turn around the corner when I saw bloodstains on the floor. They went in a straight line across the floor and ended out of my flashlight's reach. I slowly followed the trail, keeping a lookout in front for that creature's sudden return. Then the blood trail suddenly ended and my flashlight instead illuminated a boot. I got closer and realized there was an entire body there, or whatever was left of it. The body was cut in the middle and literally split in half. From the crotch all the way up to the abdomen. No. More like ripped. The way the legs were spread in an unnatural way indicated that the creature may have grabbed the victim by the legs and ripped the body apart, as incredible as it sounded. But then again, seeing the speed of the movement of the creature that got my teammates, it didn't seem so far-fetched. A large pool of blood and spilled guns decorated the floor around the body. I recognized the uniform and my heart sank when I pointed the flashlight at the victim's face. Jones' eyes stared blankly at the ceiling, his mouth agape in terror. Trickles of dried blood on the side of his face. Fuck. Brian's, do you read me? I said into the radio. Go ahead, Brian said. I found Jones. He's dead. I knelt down for a better view. Whatever the hell this thing was, it was capable of doing some serious damage. Shit. The creature got him? Brian's asked. I don't know. He's been ripped in half, so whatever did this isn't fucking around. Fuck, man. Any signs of Torres? Not that I can see. I'll let you know if I find any signs of him. I proceeded through the hallway and just then heard a loud crash somewhere on my floor. 
I pointed my gun at the source of the sound, realizing it must have come from one of the nearby classrooms. The cameras didn't cover any of the classrooms, so I knew asking Brian if he could see anything would be pointless. I stood frozen for a long moment, waiting to see if more sounds would come from the classroom. Another crash, but this time from somewhere upstairs. I knew I wouldn't feel safe with something potentially tailing me from behind, so I decided that the best course of action would be checking it out. I approached the door and reached for the knob, gently grabbing it. As slowly as I could, I turned it and pushed the door. It creaked in an alarming manner, revealing an empty classroom in front. I stepped inside, carefully observing my surroundings, when I saw something move behind the teacher's desk with the corner of my eye. Don't move! I pointed my gun to the source. Whoa! Uh, don't shoot! A familiar face popped out from behind the desk, raising one hand up. I lowered my gun and breathed a sigh of relief. Torres, I said, you made it. Why didn't you use your comms? Torres stood up and approached me, glancing over my shoulder. Where's that thing? Is it still around? You didn't answer my question, I sternly said. He looked at me and said, That thing busted my radio. I could hear you guys, but I couldn't talk back. I see. Listen, that guard from before is in the basement. We gotta pick him up and evacuate. Pick him up? Are you out of your mind? Torres got inches close to my face and said, Did you fucking see what that thing did to Jones? Our bullets barely did anything to it. The situation is bigger than the two of us. You can leave if you want, Torres, but I need to get intel from him. We don't know how serious this situation is. Torres shook his head in disbelief. Just then, another loud crash came from somewhere upstairs and both Torres and I looked at the ceiling. He looked down at me and said, Alright, fine. Let's get the intel from the guard, but after we do that, we get out. All of us. No heroics, got it? Understood. I nodded. Torres took point and I contacted Brian's in the meantime. Brian's, I found Torres. He's alive. Seriously? Brian said. That's great. Now pick up the guard and get out of there. That thing is back on the second floor now. Roger. Torres and I went downstairs to the basement, and I felt a lot better now that I had another teammate on my side again. Although I survived lots of missions at the last man standing, a lot of it was luck-based, and as much as I hated thinking this way, it felt relieving to have someone who could potentially take the heat off you or be in the center of attention for hostiles. I didn't even think about it until later, but had it been me that the monster grabbed instead of Jones, I wouldn't be writing this now. Despite all of this, the mission always came first, and we were trained not to think about the potential risk for our lives. Otherwise, we could lose our cool, and fail the mission or get killed. I saw the sign lab above the door, at the end of the basement. So Taurus and I took positions to breach it. He kicked the door down and I burst inside with my gun raised, closely followed by my partner. The lab was relatively small, a few rows of desks, a big shelf full of various chemicals and a closet. The room itself had a window near the top, which led directly outside. It was obvious that the only possible hiding post for the guard was the closet. Come out, we're with the company, I said, pointing my gun at the closet. Nothing happened. Hey, don't make us fucking drag your ass out here, Torres said. A moment later, a voice came from the closet. All right, all right, calm down. The door opened and the guard we saw on the camera stepped forward. He was very young, in his early 20s maybe, and looked as pale as a sheet of paper. His eyes widened in fear. You're here to rescue me? He asked. Yeah, tell us what happened so we can get out of here. Wait, no. We can't leave yet. Not until we kill the mother in the biology and genetic study center, the guard quickly recited. What are you talking about? You've seen that thing out there, right? There's more of them. 
The small ones aren't that dangerous, but they grow fast, and their skins become tough as hell. They're all over the campus. They've already killed all of the other four guards. All the more reason for us to get out and let the big guys handle it. They'll be in here in about an hour. Let's move. I said and I was about to get going, when the guard spoke again. You don't understand. We can't wait for backup. By the time they come, these things will be all over the place in even greater numbers. They reproduce extremely quickly, and if we don't stop it, it's not just the campus that's going to be in trouble. Taurus and I gave each other contemptuous glances, before we looked back at the guard. Tell us everything. The guard started pacing around and said, One of the professors here ran a project with his assistant, and a group of volunteering students. It was an extremely secretive project, so much so that the students were threatened they'd get kicked out of school for disclosing any information. It was called the Fertility Project. So, how do you know about it then? Because the experiment's gone wrong, and the whole thing is out of control. Listen, we don't have time for this. I'll tell you everything, but right now we gotta get back to the biology center and... A loud sound of glass breaking resounded in the room, and a long, emaciated hand reached in through the window. It grabbed the guard by his head and lifted him up from the ground effortlessly. The guard screamed and squirmed, but the hand seemed to grip him firmly like a vice. Taurus and I opened fire on the unseen creature, and almost as we did, it screeched, similarly to the creature back in the hallway. It instantly let go of the guard, who fell down and scooted away to the opposite side of the wall. The hand pulled back out of the window, and a set of footsteps running away was just heard outside. Another scream came, but this one's inside the building. Ryan's voice came in. It's coming down! Get out of there! A second later, we heard that same gut-wrenching set of footsteps. But this one rapidly approaching and the classroom door swung open. In front of us stood a tall, pale, humanoid creature. That's the best way I can describe it. It was so tall that I wondered how it got in, since the top of the doorframe was way under its head, even though it was hunched over. It had a face which resembled a human's, but it was distorted, with tiny, uneven eyes, a crooked mouth with a jaw that looked like it was broken in places. Thin black strands of hair protruded from its head. Its body was thin, emaciated even, so much that I saw its ribs prominently against its stretched skin. The arms were disproportionately long, almost reaching to the ground, with enormous hands at the ends. The legs were equally skinny and it ended in large, flat feet that instantly made me wonder how the fuck it could run so quickly. As soon as the creature got in, it looked to its left, at the guard against the wall. It opened its mouth and screamed, revealing rows of blackened, jacked teeth. It grabbed the guard by his arm, who started screaming as well, and Taurus and I opened fire, but the creature barely even flinched from the impact of the bullets. Moreover, it looked like the creature's flesh was so hard the bullets didn't even penetrate its skin. It swung the guard and slammed him on the floor effortlessly, as if it were no more than a bag of feathers. The guard instantly went silent as his head hit the floor, but he was still conscious. The creature didn't stop there, though, and swung again, slamming the guard again with a sickening crack. It kept doing so each time leaving a slightly larger scene of blood on the spot it would hit. By the time it was done with the guard, his skull was dented in, and his body a bloody mess of unnaturally twisted extremities. It dropped the guard's body on the floor, and then turned its attention to us, letting out another heart-wrenching scream. It charged at me at a speed I couldn't comprehend, and grabbed me by my torso, raising me up. I instinctively drew my knife, and since it held me close enough, stabbed the fucker in the chest. The knife penetrated his skin easily all the way to the hilt, and the monster immediately let me go. It screamed even louder this time, flailing its arms frantically around the room. Taurus and I kept our rifles trained at it as the creature's scream slowly got weaker, until it stopped altogether, and the monster fell on its side, shallowly. We carefully approached it, and before it took its last breath, 
It looked at me one last time and then closed its eyes. Torres gave it a kick to see if it would get back up. The creature didn't respond to the kick and instead lay there, motionless. Son of a bitch, you did it, Torres said, lowering his gun. I knelt down and grabbed my knife, pulling it out with ease, with the squishy sound. The blade was covered in a black blood. I was surprised at how soft its skin was around the chest, so to test my theory, I tried stabbing it in the abdomen and sure enough, the knife's tip barely grazed the skin. It felt like trying to stab a piece of rock with a thin layer of leather over it. I guess this chest was its only weak spot, I said, examining the wound where I had stabbed it. The guard says there's more of them, but that one that broke the window looks smaller, Torres interjected. You think so? I wiped the blade on the monster and stood up. Brian's voice came in. Guys, are you alright? We're fine, I responded. The guard didn't make it though. Neutralized the hostile, but there's more of them. I know. I can see them on the cameras. They're all over the place. Torres stared at the creature for a moment in silence. Until I turned to him and said, I know you probably think we should fall back and wait for backup, but we don't have that much time. We need to stop this thing from spreading. Torres nodded determinately and said, You're right. If they really grow as fast as the guard said, imagine what will happen if we have dozens or hundreds of them on our hands. I contacted Brian's again and said, Brian's, we need to find the biology and genetic study center. Can you see it on the map? Hold on, Brian said. Yeah, it's just southwest of your position. Should be a big blue building. Meet you there. Wait, before you do, I need you to contact HQ and ask them about the fertility project. Their fertility project? What's that? No time to explain. Do it and meet us in front of the building. Roger that. I gave Taurus a pat on his shoulder and turned to the door saying, Let's go kill that mother.